so this guy's having a dream. Okay, wait, okay. And it's one of those dreams where you know it's a dream, right? Okay. And he's at the grocery store. So you his... just don't fly in real time? Yeah, well, you know, it's one of those things like, this must be a dream, right? Okay. In... So he's at the grocery store. Okay. Doing his weekly shopping. Grabs some milk, gets nice. some eggs. Whew, gotta have the Oreos, you know what I mean. Uh, he's getting ready to head up to checkout. Mm-hmm. He finally realizes that everybody in the store has been staring at him as he walks around. And as he realizes it, his friend Chuck comes up to him and he says, Dave, what are you doing? Chuck and Dave. And Dave says, well, I'm grocery shopping in a dream. It's kind of weird, though. Everybody keeps staring at me. And Chuck says to Dave, dude, this isn't a dream. This is real life. Why are you naked? <laughs> Chuck. I told this type. The first names that came to mind. Chuck and Dave. Dave and Chuck. Rocking into forever. Good old Dave and Chuck. Um Colors of the World. Every boy and every girl. People of the world. Welcome to another edition of the Spice Level, a show where two Good, good friends. Just hang out and talk about all things Spice Girls. At this current point in time, we are going through the Spice album. I am one of your good friend hosts, Mike Martin, and sitting right next to me is the other good friend host. I'm Brent Kelly. And look at us. And today, we are darn near finished with this first studio album from our friendly girls from the UK, the Spice album. And today, we get to talk about the very interesting moment that we just had of watching a live performance of the song, Make It. Yeah. So, like you said, we're almost at the end of the Spice album. Mm -hmm. If you can believe it, it's weird. We're already at song nine. Yeah. Out of ten. Yeah. Like, next week's the last one in the album. And uh, then I'm just going to take another hiatus. So. Yeah. Sorry. We'll take another break. <laughs> uh, so yeah, song number nine, the debut album. We've made it to Naked. Yes. Uh, I have ragged on Naked as we've gone through this album. Uh-huh. I must admit, going into this, the old spice magic has worked a bit. Uh-oh. The more I listen to it, okay. the more I've started to appreciate it. Okay. Uh, it's still not... I don't like it as much as the other songs, but it's not a total skip anymore. Okay. I, I did say last week that there were every song, there's elements that I could pull out that I like this part, I like that part. Sure. And there's a couple in those in Naked too, anyway, but it's, I also said right before we started recording, it, it gets stuck in your head. Just baby saying the word naked over and over and over <laughs> again. It does, it, it does absolutely get stuck in your head. And, and as much as I, I want it to be a, a top song for, multiple reasons it's also i think the weirdest song on the album i um my next note is and i quote this is a weird one yes like it starts off with the weird synthy noises yeah. and, and during the live performance it's it's just awkwardly them walking off stage yeah and, and then, then cuts back some sort to, of partition comes up yep. and yeah the, the phone call moment in the middle of the song i'm uh-huh. just gonna bounce That's man fine do it um Sometimes it's done well in certain songs. Like the yeah. band Cake does certain things where they yeah, have sure, sure, sure. Uh, recordings drop of it sounds like a phone call. And it's it's done, I don't want to say it's not done well in the song, but it's just, it, there's a lot of elements of the song that feel awkward. Do you know what the phone call moment reminded me of? Britney Spears in Oops, I Did It Again. 
where she has the conversation with the guy like i thought the old lady dropped it in the ocean at the end and he's like i i went down and found it for you baby like for some reason that's what it reminded me of but Trey, the song's weird because it starts with jerry speaking mm-hmm. and then it has the weird phone call moment in the middle with emma speaking and almost sounds like it emma is emma was, speaking yeah isn't it? it is emma and she's like but it almost sounds like she's like changing her accent or something yeah because it, it sounds a little different right and so i don't know where to go from here there's a lot of places that we're going to go from here yeah, so the lyrics okay. this song i think is about being emotionally naked not physically naked correct absolutely okay. absolutely and there are a couple song meanings that this this song has a handful online that go yeah. down some okay dark paths so go for it <laughs> Well, just things I, I marked off, like Emma has the lead in this. Melby's backing her up on this. Mm-hmm. Undress you with her eyes, uncover the truth from the lies. Mm-hmm. It's like you're trying to get to the truth. You're trying to be naked as in open with each other. Yep. Uh, be telling the truth with each other, not having secrets, not having lies. Sure. Which I, I can agree with. And it seems like as the song progresses, the second half finds out more about her and, or vice versa. And they're they're just like... Oh, that's that's you, and they're they're almost yeah. scared of the person's past. Yeah. Well, so the baby's phone call part. She says, "Hello, it's me. I thought you'd understand. Well, maybe I should have kept my mouth shut. I keep seeing such a pretty picture. I'd rather be hated than pitied. Maybe I should have left it to your imagination. I just want to be me." So it's like she told someone something and it didn't go well. It from the like the the deep comments that are on songmeetings.com the ones that really like hit me in the head were i think it's about a girl that was abused as a child and has now found love but the guy now finding out about her childhood is terrified of her oh that's sad yeah and there's another one that goes like lyric by lyric of why it would be like that oh man that kind of makes sense with the next line because mel c has this angel's dirty face is sore holding on to what she had before not sharing secrets with any old fool now she's got to keep her cool oof a doofa man wow <laughs> spice girls throwing out like a, a freaking whopper and yeah, i guess so thinking about it, it's like a young woman that was abused yeah yeah um the bridge with the phone call and then she realizes that her choices with men are mistakes and that sex isn't going to give her her happiness that she's always wanted as soon as they get what they want from her they take a hike and so they also judge her for being for wanting to be herself but taking advantage of her and she's left hurt yet again after many years of trauma wow (laughs) so i mean obviously i didn't come up with that no i didn't either but i (laughs) I can see it yeah and so when i was coming across those moments and reading all these like just song interpretations i was like wow oh man because it makes sense yeah and victoria has the line don't be afraid to stare she's only naked like she's vulnerable yes she's open she's That's told she's told you the truth 100 percent. what the the mindset of the wow. song is and so yeah debbie downer welcome to the shortest episode of the spice level let's talk about the because there's no music video right but you have multiple live videos of yeah. course yep in those live videos they do the thing where they're appearing like they're sitting naked behind a chair. Yes. Um, do you know what that is a reference to? I don't. It is a reference to someone. It was a British model, actually. Her name being Christine Keller. Okay. I'll look at that. She's sit- uh, it's the same chair, too. Yeah. That same uh, kind of hourglass-shaped she was, chair. She was a famous model in the 1960s 
But it broke bad for her. Do you want to know why? Yes, please. Because on the weekend of July 8th and 9th, 1961, Ward introduced Keller to John Prufro of the Secretary of State for War, based out of the Beckinshire mansion owned by the third Viscount Astor. Um, started a brief uh, affair with Keller. That was her. The exact length of the affair is disputed. Either ended in August 1961 after Perfro was warned by the security offices of the possible dangers of mixing with Ward's circle and continued with dis- decreased fervor until December 1961. Among Ward's other friends whom Perfro briefly met was Soviet naval attache and GRU officer Ivanhoff. According to Keller, she and Ivanhoff also had sexual relationships. Do you know what's really weird? I've heard of John Perfumo before. Really? From another podcast I listened to, British Scandal, Ah. hosted by uh, Alice Levine, who's Alice is also from My Dad Wrote a Porno podcast, Ah. which we're going to finally, hopefully see this Thursday, uh, live in New York City, Radio City Music Hall. Go, baby! they They had a whole series about him. Yeah. And they talked about his like Russian connections and stuff. That is interesting. Indeed. So that's where they got their motif for no their live kid. performance. Look at you bringing the, the deep cut. That's also, good. I didn't know that, like, in my head, it was very awkward seeing the live videos because I thought for sure. Oh, yeah. Them girls were oh, yeah. buck naked behind there. And it turned out that they're wearing almost, I don't want to say leotards, but right. outfits yeah, yeah, enough yeah. to. To cover what needs to be covered. Cover the bits. But yeah. Th- those chairs do a good job, though, because you can't. And even in the, the videos we watch, from some camera angles, you can kind of see a little bit. Right. If you're in the crowd, you're not going to see anything. You're going to see just chair. Yeah. Chair and skin. So in your head, you're just like, dang, yeah. girls, what yeah, are you so, doing? So they are committing to that. The live versions are interesting because both the version from the Istanbul concert and the, the tour that we watched with Jerry and also at the Wembley thing, mm-hmm. the voiceover starts off before the song starts. It has the weird noises and there's a voiceover that says, relax, tell me your dreams. Tell me your fantasies. Tell me your secrets. Tell me your deepest, darkest evils. <sighs> yeah. See what I mean, man? Like, wow. Who did tell me? Like, did the girls write this? I mean, we know we say that they they are incorporated in writing all the songs. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. They they co-wrote every single song. Oh my gosh. All right. So I guess let, let's see what the girls said about this. Yeah. Song. Please and thank you. Naked Mel B says, "What's the story? It's huh. a weird track." Hey, she she agrees with us. Hey, what up? It's a weird track, which we recorded in Absolute Studios. We've talked about them plenty. Mm -hmm. We were thinking about what it's like when you walk into a room and everybody stops and looks, as if though you've got no clothes on. We've all had that in one way or another. See? but Interesting. She's a little subtle there, though. Emma says, it's also about how when you have a relationship and you start to bare your soul, then you want to hold back because you've opened up too soon. And our girl Vicky says... This song is special because it's called Naked, but it's not necessarily about getting naked. It's more about burying your soul and feeling exposed. My gosh. My we're getting God. we're getting the hammer of emotion dropped upon I spice know. level today. I, I will fully admit um, that the first however many times I heard this song, I didn't think that deeply into it. Right. So getting back to the, the live shows. Yeah. They have when they have the Emma uh, phone conversation part and then they all just stop. And they all look around like they're scared. And there's a long, drawn-out silence. And then it's like... Right. What and, in the world is that? And it's it's also... like, And then the dance that happens 
well, each people, like each person singing after that, they're all continuing to do those motions yeah. of just, I mean, yeah, it's it's one of, you know, insecurity and fear and, and, yeah. and, and oh, I don't want to say a haunted past, but it, it's... <laughs> no, you're right. So they, it, that's, that's probably what it is. It's their, their inner turmoil or the past yeah. rising back up and they have to kind of face it. I like how we started recording this and then like the clouds came out and it's gotten much darker in this it room, has. so it's it not benefiting any of us. Um, the the concert that we watched that you chose was from the, the Wembley tour. Yes. But before Wembley. So Jerry was still with the group, so still all five of them. I watched the one actually at Wembley without Jerry. Yeah. And Sporty starts the thing out saying to the crowd, It's hot at would the crowd mind if they took their clothes off? And then Scary says, so I, I think it's about time everyone got naked. And Baby says, join in. <laughs> I think that's a dangerous thing to say to a live crowd. <laughs> well, a crowd full of probably 60% of kids under the age of 16 yeah, or something yeah. like that. So yeah. Threw me for a little bit of a loop. Oh. Uh, Scary does Ginger's solo lines in that one. Oh, does um, she? Yeah. And in the first concert, uh, the Istanbul concert, they all come out in towels. Mm. And like drop the towels as they're sitting down the chairs. Whereas the later tour, they had the the partitions come in, yes. and then they're just in the chairs, and the partitions come back out. Yeah, uh, I do like the live versions though. The energy from the from the crowd, even the weird raw thing, uh-huh. it just it gives it a little extra flavor and kind of breaks up the repetitive nature of uh, of the song. Well, that and I mean, it's a I mean, it has to be a. It can't all be spice up your life. There has to be yeah. a, a moment to breathe. Correct. in a concert too. They so. can't all be high tempo right bangers especially in a concert like we actually talked about that like what if every song was like wannabe they would die on the stage i would not be able to i would not be able to do that kind of performance yeah that's not possible even even to take it in another form of entertainment that we enjoy at a wrestling match yeah you have a cool down match yeah after a really hot match give the crowd a chance to breathe breathe so the so, same thing in the music. Well, yeah, and even with that, with I mean, they're still performing. Like they're they're oh, still yeah. having that that you know they're putting on the act and the show, but they're also being able to sit down for six minutes. So that's, maybe that's a good that's, point. Maybe that's why they have the maybe extended that, chorus. Maybe that's why. Of maybe this that's, one. <laughs> maybe that's also why it made the made the bill for all the concerts. Right. <laughs> but it's also it it is a good visual to be physically looking naked to be while singing about being emotionally naked, kind of a yin and a yang to oh, the, very much the so. vulnerability Absolutely. like that. Because obviously you're at your most vulnerable when you're open, whether that's no clothes on or emotionally with someone else. Right. So I do like the song more now that I've listened to it umpteen times. Right. I've seen live versions. Like I said, we'll see where it ends up when we rank the whole album. But it's not True. as bad as it used to be for me now. Okay, I'm glad. I'm glad it's grown on you. Yeah. And it's, I'm going to say the same thing because I, I had that same kind of thought behind it of maybe it was just that last two minutes of the chorus repeating or maybe it was just it felt awkward to to listen to five girls just singing the world naked singing yep. the word naked but also it's it doesn't have to be literal yeah <laughs> i mean we do spice up our lives but we do, do you that know, is literal do you know how many times emma says the word naked in the song uh you did count didn't you um okay. i'm gonna say 36 25 just just the solo naked just naked over and over 25 times get it darling um do you have anything else you want to say about our good friends and naked that's a weird that's a weird phrase yeah our good friends and naked (laughs) 
<laughs> our good naked friends. Welcome to the first time that Mike's very short of words. I know. I'm, I'm shocked. <laughs> Mike is speechless. Oh, that doesn't happen often. Well, if you want, I can jump to the book. So I was going to do our little section about Jerry. We're doing Jerry today, we right? We haven't done Jerry yet. Yes. And she has the whole opening of this song where she's everything. So Jerry, you are with that. Uh, we feel passionate about everything. I'd like to be remembered. Everything? Everything. Gas prices. No, not these days. I'd like to be remembered as a wild freedom fighter with method in her madness. Life itself is a lesson. That's true. I I think she is a wild freedom fighter for girl power. uh, Let's see. The opening thing for Jerry's. She says, I've always been an independent girl as long as I can remember. My mom used to work, so I was left to entertain myself a lot of of the time. Hmm. I'd even put my own bunches in my hair. That must be like scrunchies. Scrunchies? Yeah. Uh, And then get myself off to school in the morning. Relying on myself made me the way I am today, living on my wits. I've always thought of myself as the artful dodger out of Oliver, blagging my way through life. Blag it up, kid. Blagging my way. I was managing to talk my way into clubs long before I was in the band, and I suppose I sort of talked my way into the Spice Girls, too. Remember, she talked about how she missed the initial audition. And somehow she she still made the top four or whatever it was. Exactly. She still talked her way into another one. I'm not a trained singer or dancer, but I knew that I could bring some spirit to the group, some girl power. I hope what I've managed to achieve now helps other women learn the lesson that they can do as much as anybody. I mean, when she said, I mean, that kind of plays into her, her, one of her final decisions of deciding to walk away. Yeah. When it says that she was a very independent kind of girl and there was scandals and this and that about why she left. Yeah. But maybe it was just a, a mental health thing that yeah. she just needed. I mean, we'll probably get more into that when we get to the end of Spice World. But right. yeah, from everything I've seen so far, it was just she needed a break. Yeah. I mean, these girls, we've talked about it several times. Those like that two or three year span was insane. Uh, Jerry's best advice. Ooh. Follow your gut instinct and never believe what you read in the tabloids. Oh, what's the last tabloid you read? Oh, I couldn't even. <laughs> couldn't even tell you her worst advice is Uh the worst advice she's ever gotten was you can't do that and she says oh yes i can i went to an all-girls school and was always being told off for wearing short skirts and eyeliner i hated it get it jerry get it jerry you do you jerry oh man mike what's your favorite part of naked (sighs) there's just so many of them isn't there well, a lot of the songs that they do are peppy and cheerful, but have some sort of underlying message in some fashion. Yes. And this one feels like, oh, they're just going for a slow song and they're just doing it. And it turns out that there's way more than meets the eye. Yeah. I mean, as, as I mean, they, they chose to do a lot of weird things in this song, too. It was just like, let's throw that against the wall and see if we'll, okay, yeah, we're going to do that, too. And we're going to do that, too. But it, it, it gives the song a lot more meaning than me typically making it one of the songs that I would skip. Yeah. So. And actually, I really like that you brought all that up because I didn't know any of that stuff in it. I and, didn't uh, either. It makes me <laughs> makes me appreciate it a lot more, too. Yeah. What was uh, What's your favorite part? It's kind of easy for me. The one part of the song that I've always gravitated towards, even when Naked was 
pretty skip, skip, skip for me. The part right after Emma's phone conversation when Sporty picks up, mm-hmm. Sporty kills it in that mm. part. I mean, she's putting some real emotion into it, like especially the album version. She goes, she'll keep your cool. She puts like a real emphasis on that word cool, which she doesn't do in the live version, which actually oh, really? I was a little, little disappointed by. Yeah. Interesting. She, she kind of just says the word cool, but she really puts an oomph mm-hmm. into it in the album version. I've really always liked that part. When, there you go. I mean, Sporty can bring up, you know, any part of any song so oh for sure it's also cool to know that she can bring it down that's also true yes mike what's your spice level for naked (sighs) i feel like it's gonna be 18 more weights on my shoulders every time i listen to this song yeah the amount of times that i used to listen to it and not be like oh there must be a hidden meaning behind it or a deeper meaning i was just like oh there's another spice girl song but you can't say that so I'm going to say the 18 weights that are now put on my shoulders, knowing that I missed the chance to appreciate the song for no those 18 years that I've been listening to the girls. I'm actually looking forward to listening to the song again now, Yeah, knowing what you've told me and hearing out, sussing out the, uh, the details. We've learned some things today. Yeah. What do you, uh, what's your spice level here, Brent? Uh, naked. I, I thought about going with 25 naked from Emma, but I'm going to give this song just four to five backwards chairs, making people look vulnerable and naked. Oh, man. I can see that. That's a good get. That's a good get. Yeah. Uh, let's head over to the spice rack. We're going to go? We're going to go. Yeah. We really got to grease those hinges, man. About to say. Every week, they're so squeaky. It's the same sound effect. Oh, uh, you're reaching for the spice rack. Yep. You're pulling out a spice. Uh-huh. Who is your spice of the week? I'm going to do a, I'm gonna do a double dip like I did last week, and I'm, I'm going to give it to Emma again. Okay. I am. It's She is what makes the chorus so catchy to me but she's she's hitting the same yeah same word but it has the same tone to it and it just it, it sticks in your head it sticks in your head yeah so that's that's what i'm pulling out of the spice rack today brent your turn to okay so last week i reached over and i took the spice from you because we were yep, both doing baby we shared i'm gonna take the spice from you again but i'm gonna put it back oh well i am pulling off the spice rack Melanie C. Sporty Spice this week. I had a hunch that do you were going to... Do you remember in the Step to Me episode when I said my favorite part was Anytime Baby opened her mouth? Mm-hmm. This song is the complete opposite for me. <laughs> Baby is my least favorite spice of the week. Wow, song. he's throwing the spice away. And you know how much I love Baby. I understand. But how many times she says naked, it just it gets in my head. Not, not necessarily. Yeah, not necessarily in a good way. Oh. No, my actual spice of the week is is, is sporty. Sure. She, she had my favorite part of the song. Yeah. Even on a song that isn't up there on the spice level for me of their other songs, sporty still brings the heat. Mm-hmm. She brings the spice by herself, even on a slower song. But it is nice. She can also bring it down like some of the other girls. For sure. Did yeah. she look as creepy as the other girls when they have their vulnerable moment? Because <laughs> Boy, they all look so interesting. It's peculiar. Yeah. <laughs> all right. We're going here. Merchant Uh-oh. Spice of the Week. The one and only, folks. Similar to last week's. Again, it was an Uh-oh. eBay, eBay find. Last week, we had the mobile spice phone. This week, we have the sing-along FM wireless headset microphone. Oh! Get a gander at that. I couldn't find any more information about this toy at all. But really? I, but it says that it transmits your voice through any FM radio. Okay. It's hands-free. Wait, it transmits your voice through an FM radio? Yes, sir. You can sing on, like, the car radio or a... What? Standalone radio. It's kind of cool, right? It also features an adjustable, flexible microphone. Gotta have it. Absolutely. One thing I did notice about this was that it came out in the post-Jerry era. As we have talked about before, when they changed the Spice logo where each girl is in the letters, uh-huh. when Jerry left, they they took Melanie C. out of the eye. Yep. 
and so the eye is just blank. It's that just, way it's, it's, just, it's parallel. It's 50-50. Correct. The interesting thing that I just noticed yesterday when I was going over this is that when Sporty moved from the I, they put her in the E. Hmm. Jerry was in the C. So they moved Mel B from the E to the C and Mel C to the E when they could have had Mel C in the C. <laughs> and that makes so much more sense. What a missed opportunity. <laughs> did you keep up with that? I did, I think. Mel C is not Mel C, she's Mel E. Yeah, exactly, she's Mel E in this one and Mel B is Mel C. Mel B is the Mel in the C. Figure that one out, folks. Good luck. Oh. All right, Mike, give me a page number. All right, we're going to go page three. Ooh, real early. I like it. Page three. So hopefully it's not the table of contents. <laughs> Close. Uh, oh, come <laughs> <laughs> A Citadel Press book published by Carroll Publishing Group. Dang it. That's really? That's two weeks of an interesting quote of the week, but that is your quote of the week, folks. Oh. That's what you get. Thanks so for this is a real words. this is a real thing. Mike gives me a number, and that's what we go with. That's what we do. We don't we, we don't fudge the numbers, unless I do a repeat. Maybe okay. that's true. I, if we did a repeat, then maybe I'll change it. But yeah, but then we, you pick we, blindly too. That so is also know. true. You never know. Whew. Even if we even if I pick blindly, then maybe we'll get what we get. We're gonna run. Well, I was gonna say we'll run out of stuff for this book. This book still has a lot of stuff. We have a lot of book over. left. It's a lot of book left. All right, folks, we're just about done this week. Yes. Check out Nikolai Ganella's two books on Amazon. Second book. What? Dissonance and Silence both out. Book three is going to be available next month. So get reading. <laughs> Keep up the good work, buddy. Oh, man. I know. <sighs> Check out Mike and Greg on Two Bandits watching Bluey. They we're are chugging that. right along through every episode of the hit, that hit cartoon. Choo-choo. Check out Mike's solo music album we talked about last week. Progress is only progress when documented on SoundCloud. It's all one word. Again, I really liked it. Great job, buddy. <sighs> If you've liked what you've heard from us today, let us know. Let someone else who might think this is good, too. Let them or know. love it. Or maybe they'll love it. Uh, rate, review, subscribe. Get in touch at the Spice Level and everything. You know, we hear the same thing every week. We'll be back next week with the final song oh, off the Spice album, goodness. If You Can't Dance. Can't do nothing for me, baby. <sighs> Crazy that we're almost done with album one. It's okay. It's a good thing. That's true. But until then, I am Brent Kelly. I am Mike Martin. We love and appreciate you all, and thank you very much. Spice up your life. Undress you with her eyes. Boom, boom, Nikki.